0: The 6 o'clock six-pack with Dave Mann. News Radio 610 WTVN.
1: All right, thanks for listening. Tonight we will got the beer show queued up. We'll be talking with Olin Tangy River Brewing Company, Bethany and Josh, here in just a second. Quick reminder, bottom of the hour... Your shot at a grand in your hand will give you a keyword, and all you got to do is text it to 200-200, and you could end up with a $1,000. It literally is that simple. So uh, right about 6.30, we'll get to that keyword tonight. Bethany Schweitzer and Josh Vogel in tonight from Olin Tangier River Brewing. How you guys doing?
2: Great. 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 Yeah,
1: thank you for having us. Let me apologize for making you stand outside for uh, <laughs> a half hour or so. I... Uh, Texted my wife's phone number instead of my phone number, so uh, it's not the dumbest thing I've ever done. It's just another in a long list of dumb things that I've done, (laughs) so thank you for your patience tonight. What are we we starting off with this evening?
0: Our first one here is uh, our Olentangy Goza. This time it is, we, we rotate the fruit every time we produce it. This time it is watermelon.
1: Okay. Yeah, um, I can tell that.
0: Yeah, what's unique about this one is we also uh, dry hopped it with Chinook hops that were actually grown by a friend of the brewery. Um, he does it for fun, and he was able to grow enough for us to actually dry hop this batch using that. So you'll pick up a little bit of uh, character from that as well.
1: Well, it, right off the bat here, um, I have I have a sip of it as you're explaining that, and I definitely taste the watermelon. I'm not a fan of watermelon, but. Um, there's not that sour watermelon aftertaste to it. And is is that what the dry hopping did? Did it take the edge off that, or or is that just, it just happened? Uh,
0: What that is, is that's residual sweetness from the fermentation. So we added enough watermelon where it left sweetness in the beer rather than fermenting out. Um, When you ferment fruit, it eats the sugar, so you just don't know what you're going to get, and you get that sourness.
1: Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I don't pick up on that sourness at all there that is typical with a watermelon-flavored uh, uh, type drink. Now, you guys, we we kind of rushed you in here real quick. It's always a little bit of a, a madhouse getting things changed over from show to show. Uh, Bethany, I think you said, is this your first time tasting this? Because you, you were saying, like, this is some – you haven't even had this yet?
2: No, it, it just came out of the fermenter today. so um, <laughs> Fresh as fresh can be. <laughs> yes, and it, it's actually on tap tonight at the brewery. So. Mm. Uh, so it's if a anybody's very, interested in trying it, they can head on over.
1: Very refreshing beer, and uh, I take it this is, I mean, this seems like it would be more of a, a summer beer. So why why bring it on now?
0: Um, goes, goes as a great style any time of the year because that lactic acid cuts through. It's very refreshing. Um, so if... if what I like to do is I like to drink it in between some of our bigger beers because okay. it cuts through some of that yeah. thickness, some of that hair on the tongue from hops or <laughs> thickness from a high-gravity beer.
1: Great. All right. Well, okay, so how have you guys, you know, the, the main theme, we, we kind of talk about it with everybody that comes in. We we have this pandemic blow through, and nobody was expecting this, and all of a sudden it comes out of nowhere, and it, you know, rocks the world. And especially if—refresh you know, me how— how new is Olin Tangy prior to COVID? Was it a year old, two
2: years old? We were about a year and a half old. year and so a half. So we're approaching our second anniversary. All
1: right. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And, and so here you are, you're a year and a half into it, and this, you know, the Grim Reaper, so to speak, kind of comes out of the blue. How do you guys deal with it? What, what, what did you do, and, and how did you... What did you do to make yourself still open and viable today?
2: We ended up having... Um, our full time staff were able to stay on, which was wonderful. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, and those guys basically ran the tap room, did coffee, because we're still a Roosevelt coffee house, and we had carryout going um, during the duration of the shutdown. Um, also, on Fridays and Saturdays, my husband and I um, did beer delivery to select neighborhoods. So we would put out a beer order form. <laughs> and because um, we don't, um, at that point, we hadn't been canning our beers. We're still not canning our beers. We're hopefully in the future. Maybe. Um, But um, we had um, growlers. And so we would sell out growlers to people in their neighborhoods. Um, And so any way we could hustle just basically to get our beer out there, we did.
1: So that that had to be I'm, I'm sure it was grueling and it forces you to to reinvent what you're doing. But it had to be kind of fun, too. Right.
2: It was. It was fun to get out and see people because, yeah. you know, like it was socially distanced. I was like 10 feet back waving. Like, are you 21? You're 21. Here's your beer. Um, so that was that was kind of nice and kind of fun. And people like I, people are really excited to see you when you drop beer off on their front porch. Oh,
1: I bet. I, well, and especially you know, early in this thing when nobody knew what we were dealing with. Mm-hmm. And, and gosh, you know, I mean, you're trying to play by the rules, but, you know, somebody... Drops by your house with beer. I mean, how how, <laughs> right. how how much more caring and and humanitarian can that be? So, well, that sounds great. Um, so so things are, are still moving along. How how about right now? Um, you have to refresh me. Do you guys? Do you have a kitchen or food trucks or
2: we do food trucks? Okay. Um, so we have food trucks. Um, they're back and they're coming um, almost every single night, which has been great. Um, we're really lucky the way we're situated. We have a lot of square footage. Um, so we didn't used to have seating back in our warehouse area. We've put some seating back in our warehouse area. Um, so we used to hold some of those areas for private events. No, we've just now made it so all of our tables are socially distanced. We also have a pretty big outdoor patio area as nice. well. And we've just invested in a number of fire tables so people can, you know, cuddle up around the fire table and drink some beer on a Friday or Saturday It's
1: starting to cool off a little bit, Mm -hmm. so that's a good plan. And, I mean, fall has been beautiful so far, Mm -hmm. Uh, so let's keep our fingers crossed. Um, And then how about on on the patio? Any any tents out there or anything, or is that coming, or you're not going to go down that road?
2: We're not going to go down that road, and I think a lot of other um, restaurant and brewery owners are going to find what we found out was, Things are sold out everywhere, uh-huh, <laughs> so okay. it's hard to source some of that stuff. So I bet we've been getting a little creative, and we're also embracing the fact that we really can keep people distanced inside our tap room as well, because we do have quite a bit of space.
1: So how many how many people can you have in? Do you have I'm, an idea? Is it? Uh...
2: I am guessing. I have not counted, but I'm guessing we can fit between our tap room and our warehouse area. We can fit close to 100 people.
1: Okay, well, it's great. Yeah, and and and, and still have plenty of distance mm-hmm. and plenty of safety and all the protocols yes. followed and this that and the other thing. Well, I tell you what. Let, let's move on to the uh, the second one here, since and is this also a brand spanking new? One of the <laughs>
0: no, this is uh, one of our regular beers. Okay. Um, this is our Belgian Aloha. Um, it's a Belgian triple. So you're going to find it a little bit drier, but it's made with hibiscus Mm. and that's going to bring a little bit more sweetness back to it. Um, So you get a little dry, a little sweet Um, with the dryness and the sweetness It kind of for people who maybe don't like beer, but like wine or cider, they tend to gravitate to this beer as well.
1: Where do you get the hibiscus? Is that something that, I mean, typically, isn't that more of a, a tropical flower? Is that grown in Ohio or not?
0: No, that's a tropical flower. We uh, source it online and it comes dry. And uh, we've learned how to uh, manage it better in the brew house because the first couple of times it was a nightmare with our pumps. Uh, So it clogs the pumps and beer doesn't move. Like,
1: does it leave a sediment? Is that what what Absolutely. I
0: mean, you you actually put the flowers into the kettle and, you know, boil them for extraction. So, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, it was uh, difficult to uh, learn that rope when, dealing with the pumps and stuff like that. But we've managed that and moving right along.
1: Well, I used to have a pet iguana, uh, and he got pretty large. And um, we used to feed it, uh, literally uh, Purina used to make monkey chow. They probably still do. And it would be these little, like, biscuits that we would soak in water to soften them up for the iguana. We found out that iguanas love hibiscus. So Mm. my wife started growing hibiscus, and they absolutely love the hibiscus flower. So every time I hear or something hibiscus, I think of my old iguana gizmo. So gizmo, I'm gonna toast you right now. Cheers. Uh, God, I miss that lizard. <laughs> great, Pat. Great, Pat. I'm telling you what. So okay. So so what else is going on? Do you have any uh, collaborations that you have you know worked with anybody else or do you, any? Uh, I know the the event thing is kind of weird because. Not everybody's ready to go out and embrace an event yet or something. So uh, anything in that regard coming up on the horizon?
2: Um, So we do have our second anniversary coming up. So we are getting creative, as is everybody in the United States right now. You got Um, to. How can we socially distance a party? And so we are doing some ticketed events. We're going to have some um, beer tastings with the brewers. Um, So the brewers can take people through, you know, the process of making the beers, the inspiration for the beers, um, and they can taste the beers alongside our brewers. We're also going to be doing a coffee cupping, which is basically a coffee tasting. Um, So we're going to bring some people in from uh, Roosevelt downtown to um, talk about the latest and greatest in coffee. Um, we also have a new way we're going to be selling our beer um, so in new
0: packaging. Follow <laughs> us on uh, social media that's no hot
2: scoops tonight, but um, a big
1: tease though right? yes yeah. yes
2: so that's exciting. so some things in those new, designs will be
1: released that day um and then what are just social media tags so people i mean is it literally just com? is it uh where can we find you on facebook or twitter
2: we're on Brew.
1: okay uh across all all social media platforms i believe so okay well i'm sure if people search it it's it's not that hard Mm -hmm. it will show up so um, well, good. And then as far as uh, people coming in and, and the growler sales, I mean, you, you don't necessarily, do you still do delivery or did you stop doing that now that people can move them out freely?
2: Yes. We, we stopped doing that around Memorial day weekend. So it was fun and exhausting All at the same I- time. <laughs>
1: What? How many, like, what was the most deliveries in a day?
2: Um, I want to say the, I remember we, it was like a thousand dollars worth of beer. We went and delivered one day. So it was a significant amount. I can't remember exactly how many growlers that comes out to, but it was a lot.
1: And then how much, uh, how much territory did you cover? Did you kind of have to keep it sewn into a, a county or two or something? Or, or It was
2: literally just Southern Delaware County. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so well, some th- selected favorite few neighborhoods got beer delivery.
1: Well, it's good to know that uh, they were keeping you guys happy. You were keeping them happy. We'll get back with more from Bethany Schweitzer and Josh Vogel of Olin Tangi River Brewing Company. Friday Night Beer Show, Olin Tangi River Brewing Company in tonight. Bethany Schweitzer and Josh Vogel as well. Remember, coming up in just a couple minutes, too, your shot at a grand in your hand. Uh, Listen for that keyword, just text it to 200-200 and you could score $1,000. You guys work with the Ohio Craft Beer Association, and uh, there's a couple of uh, things of note on that behalf. Uh, Go ahead, Bethany, and tell us about that.
2: Um, So one of the ones we're participating in is Pint Day. It's coming up October 27th. Um, There are some sweet-looking pint glasses that are going to be for sale Across breweries, across Ohio, I think there's a, over 100 participating breweries. Nice. Um, and we are one of the participating breweries. So stop in, get your um, get your pint glass that looks amazing. Um, that's one really fun thing. There's a, is, is
1: it exclusive to that event, the pint glass? It is
2: exclusive yeah. to that event. So it's a, if you hop online, um, I believe there is a picture of it. At- yeah.
0: If you go to ohiocraftbeer.org, um, okay. it'll actually give you all the participating breweries. Um we're under the central so that's all you need to know really <laughs> so, <laughs> um, that we we're participating and that but if you want to know who's all participating go to howcraftbeer.org and they're all listed out
1: there. Good deal. And then was there something else as well?
2: Um, there's a uh, kind of a fun event they have going on right now called Halloween where you take a photo of yourself between now and October 30th in a costume at home or at a brewery tap room. I want to see somebody at a brewery tap room posing with an Ohio craft beer Post it to Instagram with the hashtag Halloween and they're giving out prizes.
1: So. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, there's always a good prize incentive and uh, people love to get dressed up this time of the year. Have a little fun. Are are you guys going to do a little Halloween shindig or?
2: Probably not. Um, I know our run club that meets on Tuesday nights. uh, Last year they got, they all showed up in costume on the Tuesday night before Halloween (laughs) and they went for a run together, which was really fun. So Uh, I hope that had to be fun to watch. I'm sure that's going to happen again this year. So that would be a fun thing to show up for. We'll (laughs) we'll
1: talk about the run club a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, How how does, uh, how, how, well, okay. How far do you run? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we
2: have we have we have all levels of running, okay. so you can find your people at our run club. So we have some that would like to walk quickly. We mm-hmm. have some that are slow joggers. Um, and the nice thing is we're really close to high banks. Um, so our runners go over to high banks, they run together, they come back, they eat food from one of the food trucks, and they drink beer together. So nice. it's a really fun group. Um, Fleet Feet is a partner of ours for the run club. Um, people just have to go to our website, and they can go ahead and sign up and come um, we all are welcome.
0: Get a cool t-shirt that says
1: Olentangy River Run Club. So t-shirts are always good. Uh, how how about, do you guys do a beer
2: mile or anything like that? Or we were just talking (laughs) about that. Um, she
0: was trying to get me to do it. Yeah.
2: He doesn't like to run. Um, so, um, our, our beer mile, we've done them twice. We did one with our anniversary party last year. Um, and, and one with Ohio craft beer week, but unfortunately all of that's been kind of, upon because of covid so yeah um as soon can, can as, you
1: can you explain for the listeners just uh, that might not know what a beer run entails
2: um it is you chug a beer you drink a quarter mile you chug another beer you drink a quarter or you run a quarter mile you chug another beer you run well, and
1: when you mile. chug a beer how much how much beer is it oh, eight ounces a, is it 12 ounces it, is it the 16 ounce 16 or yeah so it's a pint yeah it's a pint so in, in the span of a mile, how many pints are you going to put down? Is it four? Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, should uh, there be some sort of um, uh, <laughs> rejection on your gastric <laughs> system that uh, comes back out, um, do you uh, you have to start over or not? Is, no, isn't that it, one of the rules? It, it, wait,
2: for us, it's not been a disqualifier. Okay.
0: <laughs> if I remember correctly, I think you might get a penalty. Added on there maybe like five some time, or 10 time added on. Yeah.
1: Okay, I get it. All right, so, well, I can't wait till the beer mile comes back. <laughs> it's enjoyable to watch. That's Hopefully for sure. by springtime or something. All right, we'll get back with more from uh, Bethany Schweitzer and Josh Vogel from Olin Tangi River Brewing. The six o'clock six pack with Dave Mann, News Radio six ten WTVN. Friday Night Beer Show, Olin River Brewing Company in the house with Bethany Schweitzer and Josh Vogel. We will hear the uh, story behind I Can't Feel My Pants. Uh, I, we talked about this last time uh, Bethany was in. Uh, there's got to be some people that may not have heard the story. It's always worth repeating. We'll get to that in just a little bit. Um, what are we uh, What are we enjoying now, Josh? We've moved on to our third beer.
0: Our uh, third one here is our Roosevelt Coffee Stout.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: as you know, we've got a great partnership with Roosevelt. We're yeah. a licensed uh, vendor of theirs. Um, they make great coffee. I, myself, am not a coffee drinker, um, Despite that, people continue to try to get me coffee, and every time I (laughs) taste it, I go, nope, still not a coffee drink. Um, However, we uh, infuse coffee twice Mm -hmm. into this beer. Um, One on the hot side. Thank you. Thank you. One on the hot side, one on the cold side. Um, We rotate the coffee based on what Roosevelt has to offer at the time. So, um, you know, me not as a coffee drinker, I actually like this beer. The coffee is really smooth on it, and that large part of that comes from the cold side edition.
1: It's really tasty I mean there's there's no doubting the coffee flavor there not overpowering but just really rich and flavorful yeah. How, yeah how do you how do you learn to temper that and I mean is is there anything you have to do along the way to go hey, we got to back this off a little bit or is it it just is what it is when it comes out
0: um no coffee is very difficult to brew with as you know um, it can add an acrid bitterness to beer or even when you drink it. Uh, so trial and error and nailing that recipe down, nailing your process down is paramount into developing a good product. And when you deal with coffee,
1: is there an actual, uh, a caffeine level in this then or not?
0: Um, from the cold side there? Yes, there, yeah, there should be a little bit of caffeine in it. Not much, but a little.
1: Okay. Very good though. Um, and then, just as far as the, the Roosevelt Coffee House um, brand and you guys being associated with that, is, are they local otherwise, or is that something mm-hmm. that just enlighten me on that? I, I don't.
2: So there are two Roosevelt locations locally. Um, both of them are in downtown and we're the one that's a licensed location. We're out in Lewis center. Um, and what's really nice about that is we are a coffee house all day long as well. So we open at seven o'clock in the morning on weekdays. We open at eight o'clock in the morning on weekends. Um, and people can come in. We've had a lot of people because of COVID coming in, working from our location. Um, and like I said, we've got lots of space. So people have been able to socially distance, have meetings, um, just get out of their house. Internet
1: hookup is all good and good pipe as far as that's concerned. Yep.
2: Um, and people are able to grab a really great cup of coffee. Um, we've got great lattes, uh, great How Americanos. about a- any
1: breakfast food? or
2: um, We do have some baked goods. Uh, we have a local lady that um, has a, a kitchen out of her house, and she goes ahead and she um, has um, some amazing baked goods she brings over. Sounds good. Um, people are always welcome because of our no-kitchen situation. They're always welcome to bring outside food in as well.
1: Okay. And then um, as far as— um, you know, people showing up at 7, 8 o'clock in the morning to drink coffee. When can you start serving beer? Seven, and, and, seven and eight, eight, seven, in the morning. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, and, and, and I, I'm not trying to be uh, funny by saying that, but, you know, what a lot of people forget is that there's people that work mm-hmm. third shift. Absolutely. That, that get off work and they want to go out and have a beer. That That's their time to go out mm-hmm. and have a drink or something. So uh, by I, I used to work the graveyard shift, like one of my first radio station gigs, and, and Friday morning... You know, we'd take off and head to the bar. And when I got off the air at six, it was still dark out. And then you'd go into the bar and have a couple belts, and then you come back out, and it would be blinding sunlight to <laughs> get that vampire feeling going on. But th- th- that is a legitimate time that, mm-hmm. that some people decide to go out and start their weekend if you're a third shifter.
2: Now, we've not sold a beer before 7.15 in the morning. So, I mean, Dave, man, we could challenge you to uh, <laughs> relive your youth. I love a challenge. Wow. <laughs> it's
1: good to have goals, right? <laughs> All right. Well, we got coffee, we got beer. And then as far as the food trucks and stuff, what what time do they typically show up uh, in the evening then?
2: Um, So during the week, they're generally there during the evenings. They get there about 5 p.m. Fridays, we've been having some lunch trucks show up um, and they come around noon. So noon to four and then trucks come from five to nine Um, on the weekends. Often we have lunch and dinner trucks. Um, and if you go to StreetFoodFinder.com and go to Olentangy River Brewing Company on Street Food Finder, you can see what trucks have already signed up at our location.
1: Dude, I don't want to get into politics per se, but, you know, there, there's some legislation possibly being introduced to overturn this 10 o'clock cutoff as far as serving beer and such. Does that um, Has that mandate really affected you guys? Because I know a lot of the craft breweries really aren't open that mm-hmm. late anyway. So is that a big deal to you or not?
2: Not really. I mean, we are out in the suburbs. So um, that 10 to 11 time was still a busy time for us. But having to close, you know, an hour really early um, was not a huge deal. But if it gets overturned, that would be great as well. Yeah.
1: Well, and and we've got, you know, football season coming Mm -hmm. up. And if there's night games or, you know, a lot of that schedule, I don't think has been released yet. Mm So uh, if people are going to watch Buckeye football and have a beer, it would be nice not to have to shoo them to the door halfway through the second quarter, or mm-hmm. you know, at halftime, or something like that. So, all right, we got one more segment to go with Bethany Schweitzer and Josh Vogel from Olin Tangi River Brewing Company. On that next News Radio six ten WTVN News Radio six ten WTVN Olin River Brewing in tonight on the Beer Show, Bethany Schweitzer and uh, and Josh Vogel as well. And in keeping with the season, fourth selection tonight is, uh, go ahead and talk about this.
0: So this is our pumpkin spice latte, but a beer. Um, it's infused with a lot of, it's, it's very pumpkin spice forward. Very so Yes, yeah. very much so, right? Um, it's a amber base, amber ale base that we add some pumpkin late into the boil and then infuse it with uh, spices as well.
1: When uh, Well, I don't know if you can speak to this or not. When people typically do, uh, a, well, if people do a pumpkin spice de- beer, do they use a, an amber ale as the base? Or? Oh,
0: that's a very common-based beer. Okay. Um, you get some richness out of the malts with an amber ale um, that lend well with those spices.
1: You know, I'm and I'm just looking online, too. I have not had the opportunity to get up to your place yet, but these photographs, I mean— What a gorgeous facility you have. Talk about that a little bit.
2: Um, We were really lucky. We worked with a design firm. It was actually a friend of mine from high school who's an architect. Um, And he came in, and um, his name's John Stevens, and this was all in his kind of his um, vision for what our space should look like.
1: It's beautiful. I mean, these – I I take it, you know, uh, I'm looking here at the tap room, and you see the uh, just the rich uh, the wood look and uh, w- what's that floor is that marble or is that w- what?
2: polished concrete
1: polished <laughs> concrete all right well the I'm finest gonna, polished the concrete finest. <laughs> that's right I literally it looks like marble from here and then again there was an eight and a percent earlier tonight so um, but any no just a really warm and uh, an inviting look and vibe and then. Uh, there's some photos I, I take it of uh, more of the warehouse area and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, fireplace or anything? Or
2: um, we don't have a fireplace. We do have a number of fire tables, fire pits out on our um, out on our patio, so people can warm up next to the fire and have a beer.
1: And then, what about just? uh, I mean, you got any fun and games, Uh, anything like that? Um, During
2: no non-COVID, yes, Um, we do have um, some just games people can borrow from behind the bar, card games and things like that. Um, And then during the warmer season, we have cornhole um, and we put different games outside.
1: Good deal. Well, anything else uh, we should touch on here before we call it quits? We've got a couple of waning moments. And-
0: you, I know you brought up uh, I Can't Feel My Pants. That's oh, a yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah.
1: forgot about that. Can't Feel My Pants. There was an intriguing story about that. <laughs> that is the, the name of a, a specific brew, and, and there's a little bit of lore behind I Can't Feel My Pants, and we'd love to hear it.
2: Um, it wasn't me, but it was another <laughs> owner sure. um, who oh. was out drinking um, some heavy hitter's one night. And the thing that kept coming out of her mouth was, I can't feel my pants. Can you Can you feel your pants? Can you feel can your you pants? Feel? I, I can't. can't feel my pants. <laughs> um, and that's, that's kind of the fun about owning a brewery is um, the beer names. It is pretty fun to name beer names um, or to name beers. Beer, yeah, yeah. Come up with beer names.
0: That's So, so um, when I was developing that recipe, I honed in on that name specifically for her. So, uh, you know, To keep that that memory alive.
1: How much of a a committee does the the, the beer name have to go through?
2: It's generally, um, so the owners and the brewers, and we we have a, um, we use Slack. So we have a Slack channel where people (laughs) will just throw things up. And so that's kind of a fun way to, you know, have everybody be a little silly and come up with ideas.
1: Perfect. Then can you share with us the worst name? That has been, no. uh, proffered up as a, as a, beer. no, uh, if Colin, I mean, <laughs> something that will not <laughs> jeopardize the station radio license, <laughs> if, <laughs>
2: but, uh, nope. if, if,
0: uh, if Colin is listening, um, team, team spirit was, that was, yeah. that was borderline, uh, team spirit, uh, yeah, yeah, team spirit, I you think. know, it was a play off the, you know, team spirit mm-hmm. song and, um, that was a happy incident, but, uh. Yeah, there, there's a couple. You know, Susie's got a story, but that's not safe for radio. So um, we'll just leave well, that. and, at and that. then
1: even then, though, when, when you're when you're looking at you know names, and and you know, obviously, if it's something goofy, it resonates mm-hmm. with people and it makes an impact. But then, uh, how much do you have to go? God, I don't know. Are we running into a copyright infringement, mm-hmm. or, or do you Absolutely. just do it and then just wait and see if somebody comes after you?
2: Honestly, we do a little bit of research, actually quite a bit of research before we name a beer a certain name because we don't want to run into that copyright infringement.
1: Yeah. Well, I, if if that happened, would would you most likely just get a, a cease and desist first? Typically, yeah. I yeah. Mean, and, and, but yeah. still, I mean, you've spent time marketing mm-hmm. that and everything and you don't want to start from ground zero, but rather than, you know, being dragged off to the gulag, you would mm-hmm. probably get a C and d first yeah. right yeah. yes. yes. All right. Well, this has been fun. Bethany Schweitzer, Josh Vogel, Owen Tangy River Brewing Company. Get out and see them this weekend. They'd love to have you. And uh, you can show up early because there's coffee in the morning too. Right? That's
0: right. Yep. Come for beer or come for coffee. Stay for beer, right? <laughs>
1: and and what? How late are you open tonight? Ten. Ten, and then opening when tomorrow morning?
2: Eight a.m. Eight,
1: 8 a.m. All right. Get after it, folks. Thanks for listening. It's the Beer Show, Josh. Thank you. News Radio six ten WTVN.